From the protectors of the internet, the Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, it's the PKO Podcast. Welcome to the PKO Podcast. My name is Kagan, and today Ryan and I will be covering live streaming platforms. Ryan, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. It's June. It's a busy time of the year, I think, for myself and lots of families there with kids home from school. So it's a, a good topic to have today with live streaming and some of the platforms that are out there that our kids are probably on through the summer months here. Absolutely. And as always, I appreciate you on here. And of course, I do have a joke for you. Uh, are you ready? Eagerly awaiting. Oh, great. So, all right. Why don't programmers like nature? Why don't programmers like nature? I, I can't tell you. You have to tell me. Because it has too many bugs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's actually one of the better ones, I'll give you that. Oh, all right, all right. Better, but I like that. So nice. My, my, my own kids are in joke mode right now at home, and that's something I'm going to have to take home with me and share. They will appreciate that. Absolutely free use for anyone at all. Um, <laughs> well, like I said earlier, we're talking about some live streaming platforms. Like we all acknowledge, you know, as the school year is coming to a close here, we want to consider a couple things um, such as what are your kids doing sometimes when, um, you know, you're at work or they're, um, you know, at club activities or doing something here or there while all – pretty much a grand majority of kiddos now have some kind of access to a phone or recording device. And so we want to kind of talk about 10 ideas, 10 kind of maybe sets of rules or guidelines that we've put together um, for things such as uh, like the live streaming platform Twitch or YouTube Live or Facebook Live. Um, Ryan, you want to talk a little bit about some of these apps and then we'll hop right into those? Yeah, so a lot of the applications that we see right now have evolved to um, the point where they allow users to be able to live stream video or other content um, to users um, as it's happening now. So it's really become, I think, popular with kids through gaming networks and social media platforms that they may be on that we've known for a long time that these applications have the ability to send text message content or uh, still photographs back and forth. But what they've really evolved to uh, with children is the ability to uh, stream live content as it's happening um, out to other users. So it's an important thing, I think, to take a look at, especially right now as our children are home and on these applications more through the summer uh, and talk about some of the, the safety things that come with them. Absolutely. And some of the important tidbits behind these, too, is for some of these apps, for example, like Twitch, you might be live streaming a video game you're playing or an activity that you're doing in real time that allows other users to you know, share comments with you. They can actually interact live as they're doing this activity. Um, it's kind of similar with YouTube Live and Facebook Live. Um, those ones are a little more likely that you're videoing yourself walking around doing something, talking or maybe working on activity. Uh, whereas like Twitch, we see a lot more for like those who are into streaming their games. But it's really important to consider as we kind of segue into our rules and guidelines section um, to consider is how many individuals um, have the capacity to just hop right into these chats and just start going at it if they want to. So um, we kind of want to start off with our first rule, and that's going to be just understanding the platforms. You know, we do harp on common sense media all the time, but it does have a great, great deal of utility. So be it uh, Twitch, which is owned by Amazon, YouTube Live, Facebook Live, whichever that might be that you might hear that your kiddo is considering of using or has been using, it's important to kind of like hop in and look at what are the privacy settings on there. Um, do we know what the reporting mechanism? So if your kiddo does use this and you do make an arrangement that that's okay, how do they know how to report if something is going on that makes them feel uncomfortable? And just maybe content restrictions too. So depending on you know the age of your child, you know making sure that we put in the right kind kind of um, settings to ensure that they are protected from maybe more adult age content. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think when it comes to, you know, safety, one of the things that we mentioned here kind of midway down that stands out to me is monitoring the content, as you just mentioned there. So um, I'm going to go back to YouTube Live as a platform for a second and just use that as an example. And I know we've talked about YouTube recently, but when we have these live streams that oftentimes get reported to us, one thing that we find when we're seeing these videos reported is that there is live communication going on with from other individuals um, telling a child what to do. So when something turns inappropriate, on these platforms, oftentimes it's being guided by some other person telling the child the inappropriate activities that they should be partaking in. One way to really clamp down on that is to be monitoring those communications. So make sure, um, while we maybe don't see um, directly the live stream that was performed, um, we oftentimes by monitoring um, these platforms or monitoring the chat content, can see what type of activity our children are involved in. So it's extremely important if they're going to be streaming live online or if you know they're having live conversations conversations that those are with appropriate individuals, but to make sure that we're having those conversations with appropriate individuals, going back and either monitoring it directly or a short time after the live stream, looking at the content that was exchanged through text messages with the child, just to ensure that those conversations and content was appropriate for your child's age. A hundred percent. And I think a big thing that kind of builds into that is um, kind of two of our other pieces here is looking at just limiting streaming time. So if that is something, maybe looking at setting a specific time where your child is allowed to live stream in general so you're aware when this might be going on and can check in afterwards either to see the stream or ask them how it went. Um, however, though, it could be like making sure that your kiddo's asking for permission to stream in the first place, making sure that they're just not out doing it and then you find out about it in other places. And it kind of builds into one of our other pieces of a safe space for streaming. Um, we want to be conscientious that, you know, if they are going to do that, where is it that they're doing this? Does it show anything in the background, like maybe your home address or a street address or a school? Um, are there other things in your house um, or on your kid's person that maybe is in the background they wouldn't want to be seen? Um, and just kind of helping inform your child that, hey, you know, while this might be okay, we might support you doing a streaming um, exercise or activity, we want to consider some other safety measures and steps to make sure that your privacy is being maintained. Yeah, and I think the safe space for streaming there that you just mentioned is extremely important. So first off, uh, if we have a child that's streaming live content, I would certainly encourage that to be done in kind of a, what I would call a common area of the house where others have access to it. We can see what the child's doing. We have ready access to be uh, able to view what our child is streaming. But that safe space also comes with what you mentioned, and that is ensuring um, the, the background of where a streaming environment is. Do we have family photographs in that background? And we don't think about those things sometimes. We have conversations with our child and kind of tell them what is safe and not safe and what information they can share and not share. But what we forget about is just the background of what's being streamed out or sent out to other individuals. Are there family photographs? Do we have a diploma on the wall with somebody's name on it or other identifying information um, that can certainly very easily for somebody that's looking to exploit a child, give them pertinent information about our child's location to identify them without the child even intentionally doing so. Mm -hmm. And online privacy in that realm is just so important, right? Those family photos, uh, the full names, location, school names, important details. Uh, a big piece of this is maybe just even starting off with how to deal with strangers, right? The very classic just talking to your child to not accept friend or follow requests from strangers and not engage with maybe one-on-one -on -one chats with people they don't know. For some of these, like Twitch, you can just hop into a stream and start chatting. No request is needed. You don't have to make sure you follow. You don't have to you know, say, I, I would like to have a conversation with you. 
you can just hop in and start talking. Whereas some of these other ones, you can restrict it, for example, with Facebook Live to only those who are on your friends list or maybe even a select group of friends. So making sure that we're conscientious about you know who it is that we're allowing to even begin chatting with us if that is something we do support. Sure. And I think one other topic that's important just to mention here, at least briefly, is, is cyberbullying as well. Um, so we see, and oftentimes on the podcast here, and just by the nature of our unit, we focus on the actual sexual exploitation of children. Um, but it's very important, I think, to note that when we, especially when we live stream, um, just some of the cyberbullying stuff that can take place. And we know that when it comes to child sexual exploitation, we have offenders that are very aggressive towards a child and uh, put a lot of pressure on a child to produce inappropriate content online. But with some of the platforms that we live stream commonly being associated with online gaming, some of that which can be very competitive, um, we get a lot of cyberbullying that's reported off of some of these platforms too. So that's why it's important, I think, to be able to monitor the content that's going on so we can not only see what our child is sending out, but also the type of influence that our child's getting as far as bullying online, just to make sure they're having appropriate interactions and are safe from a cyberbullying aspect in addition to the sexual exploitation we talk about. No, I completely agree with that and that really just rolls into like our last point for the day is online etiquette right we talk about these competitive games and it's okay to be competitive but we do want to also be considering the fact that you know we want to be respectful online both in our communication and the impact that our words and actions might have um, just making sure that sometimes when you don't have that face-to-face interaction when you're online it's easier to be you know maybe a little bit less pleasant and making sure that we say hey um, that isn't appropriate you don't want to be one of those harbingers and want to make sure that instead of doing something along those lines we bring positivity to the world because oftentimes when you start to bring in the negative there is a very easy chance that it's going to come right back and a lot of people are very quick to jump on some of these platforms into very derogatory and angry speech yeah absolutely so you know all good um, lessons just to reiterate I think as we get into the summer months here um, just looking at these live streaming platforms here and for folks just to be aware that they are out there that you know some of the things that we've been aware of over the course of time have now evolved into this live streaming atmosphere that we have um, it is certainly not going to go away so as I, I tell a lot of parents that I talk to and those that oversee kids education is extremely important so do yourself a favor um, know the applications that your children are on take 10 or 15 minutes to research that application, make sure it's age appropriate for your child, and make sure you have these same safety talks that we have with our children, um, not only about the applications they've been using, but the applications that we may be live streaming on now and in the future. Well, Ryan, as always, you know, I appreciate your insights, your knowledge on this background, this open dialogue. I think it's this important thing, right? The stuff that we can talk about here on the podcast is the same things you can take to talk with your kiddos. As always, you know, please reach out if you have any ideas or topics you'd like us to cover. And as always, stay safe.